the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Mr. O'Hare, how was your Thanksgiving? Hi, Rob. It was very nice. Thank you very much. You enjoy a little downtime, getting away from the markets, and uh, markets can be kind of tense, and we kind of need our downtime, right? I uh, absolutely do, um, and uh, usually uh, by my own rule, when I get away from vacation, I, I, I purposely don't really look at the markets, <laughs> um, so it does take a, a day or so to get back into the to the vibe, if you will, but um, I think it's good for the uh, for one's perspective, and um, and you come back recharged and uh, maybe looking at things with a fresh set of eyes. So, um, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't uh, didn't follow them too closely while I was gone. So, as chief market analyst, are you looking at December as a little digestion from a great year, or are you looking at yeah. December as the beginning of the end, the end of the bull market? Right. Well, I guess there's a there's a stock answer, right? That uh, and no pun intended there, but there's a stock sure. answer that um, you probably. Talking to any market analyst, you could have gotten all year long because we've all been saying the same thing all year long, and, and it's this: is that the market's due for a pullback, right? right. And we don't get one. <laughs> um, so, uh, so as you look at the month of December here, and you recognize that the S and P 500's up eight straight weeks, it's up 10 percent in the last three months. Um, you know, almost. Uh, what we gained all of last year, uh, right? So we're up 13% in 2012. We're up 10% just the last three months. So intuitively, you would think that, yes, you know, you're due for some um, some uh, some type of pullback here. Now, the thing December has going for it, of course, is historically the best month on record for the S&P 500. Uh, Stock Traders Almanac tells us that the average gain since 1950 has been 1.7%. So you have history on the side here, uh, and oftentimes you see December kind of, you know, basically follow the trend that's been leading it to that point. And we've obviously had a very strong upward bias. So I think, you know, what you ideally, what you could probably see here in the very near term is that you get some some digestion as you uh, talk about uh, a little bit of a pullback, but then uh, you know a nice move into year end, assuming. Assuming that the market doesn't flip out over any idea that the Fed might be tapering at its December meeting. It's interesting that you bring that up because that seems to be one of the four or five things that we're looking at that would cause the market to basically become go against us. Mm-hmm. Is the Fed tapering? Maybe a little government shutdown? Maybe uh, China looks good? Europe looks good? Like. Uh, 
we have very few things that could go wrong. We, no, no, I'm not going to say that could go wrong. We're not looking, maybe it's the unexpected here, but the things that we're expecting to watch, they, they seem pretty controllable at this point. Um, go ahead. Yeah, you know, well, it's interesting you say that, Rob, because, you know, as I'm starting to work on a, a new market view update, uh, it'll be published on briefing.com in the next couple of weeks. And as I've taken a step back here and thought about things, if, you know, coming into 2013, um, there was this prevailing presumption that a whole lot can go wrong, right, in 2013. And really none of it did. And now what you have going into 2014 is this prevailing presumption that nothing can go wrong, right? Because you've sure. built up this sense of invincibility in the face of a government shutdown, um, you know, the fear of tapering that, that kicked in in May. Uh, and, you know, and we have run right through it. So uh, it has, in my mind, it's... it's um, developed a, a strong sense of complacency here that, you know, leaves the market ripe for a material setback if things don't go, you know, as people are expecting. And right now that assumption is that with the Fed by the market side, nothing can go wrong. And so what you're leading up to here is a potential uh, inflection point where the Fed starts to signal that, yeah, we're by your side, but we're just not by it as strongly as we used to be. And that could create some problems here as the market sort of, you know, sorts through this new reality. It's not that it couldn't get back on track in due course, but I think the initial, you know, shock of that um, uh, development could could create some problems in the near term for the market. One of the things that I tend to do, uh, Mr. O'Hare, is I tend to overgeneralize. And I know that because I'm doing a radio and TV show tied towards all sorts of viewers and listeners. Um, one of my thoughts is that you know the S&P 500 trades at roughly 16 times earnings. Historically, we go between 12 and 20. So if we get back up to that 20, certainly would mark a top. That would be our selling point. Um, do we have do we have the legs to get to 20 times earnings, or will this market just be way too tired by then? Well, I think it, a lot will be dictated by the path of uh, interest rates. You know, as, as we market strategists talk about, you know, historical, you know, valuations and things like that. You know, one of the points that does get glossed over here is we hear all of this talk about the market being a bubble and how it's trading at a premium to, you know, 10-year historical averages. And um, is that interest rates uh, on the flip side are well below their historical average, and so is inflation. You know, and those are important factors that would suggest there is continued room for multiple expansion in here. So if you get that spike in interest rates and uh, people start quickly readjusting those um, uh, assumptions for earnings prospects, um, you know, then you can you could see a more problematic market here. But um, the, the path of interest rates right now, uh, it's, uh, it, it's been manageable, right? But we did see in May and, uh, you know, part of the summer here, really, you did start to see some of the effects of those rising interest rates start to hit housing. Uh, and uh, and even though you could get an upward adjustment in rates based on the notion that the economy is improving, um, it's still going to take away from, uh, you know, it's still going to act as a headwind, if you will, on some of the underlying economic 
activity, particularly as it relates to uh, what we think uh, housing demand. So, and that will be an important uh, component as we look at 2014 and the potential that you see, um, you know, the economy perhaps not doing as well as a lot of people are, are seem to be projecting right now. I'm speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, talking about the markets. Um, what are you working on right now that is of note to us? That, like today, I saw auto numbers really much better than expected. And to me, that's of note. That's worthy of, of saying. I think that's a good statistic to, to take an eyeball at because it's a big part of our economy. Anything that you're working on that needs to be addressed? Right. Well, um, you know, one of the items that I've, I've brought to our readers' attention recently is uh, is the idea of tax law selling. Uh, in other words, um, it, this time of year tends to be popular for um, investors to sort of try to offset the impact of capital gains taxes that they, you know, might be paying by selling stocks that they own. Uh, at a price lower than where they bought them, and they can use some of those losses to help offset the capital gains tax. And, and generally, that selling can occur at any time of the year, of course, but oftentimes investors are driven by this belief that you know a downtrodden stock is going to bounce back, and they delay those decisions until late in the year. So it's not unusual to see some of the biggest losers of the year get hit again uh, in the month of December. Uh, as those tax as that tax loss selling comes into play, uh, but if there's a silver lining in this, there's also an, uh, an idea that once that tax loss selling hits, it's it's often viewed by traders as a a bottoming sign, if you will, that sets up the stock for some nice near-term appreciation. No guarantee that any or all stocks will will get a bounce on that, but it's just one of those tradable ideas here that seems to hold some sway here at year end. So that's one thing uh, I've been working on. As I mentioned earlier, I'm starting to flush out the market viewpoint for 2014, and and we'll be doing that in the next couple of weeks. And then finally this week, uh, we cannot overlook the employment report for November on Friday, which will uh, speak directly to what we've talked about today, and it's the market's perspective on what that will mean for the Fed's uh, tapering timeline. So obviously a very important uh, data point to watch here at the end of the week. Speaking with Patrick Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. One of the things you brought up was tax loss selling. Um, in theory, should we be overweighting um, industrials, or not industrials, but materials, because they've had such a raunchy bad year, <laughs> or we not make such a general statement? Well, you know, one of the ideas that I think is going to start to resonate in 2014, it will be more of a stock picker's market than just something that's, you know, this this broad sweep where you just buy the index and let it ride. Um, there are some material stocks that have been very beaten up, as you mentioned, but, you know, our concern is that with uh, the slowdown we're seeing in the emerging markets, uh, the slower growth that we're seeing in China, and the prospect of interest rates going up in the U.S., uh, that's going to continue to, to hold down those emerging markets, and we think uh, also hold down the uh, demand for commodities that could uh, certainly weigh on the earnings prospects for a number of materials companies. So, um, so I'm not willing to, you know, make that generalization that you just buy the material sector and, you know, and and say good, you know, good night. Um, I think it really will be a, a pretty stock-specific type of uh, picking uh, method that, uh, you know, will uh, that will be borne out uh, in 2014. Thanks very much. Thank you, Rob. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, Independent Live Market Analysis, U.S. International Equity Markets. 
he writes a piece called Page One in the Morning. It's a must read. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 